0: Hello, world. Welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude podcast. Man, it has been a crazy almost two months. Well, it hasn't been that crazy, but it's been fun.
1: No, right? it's, been, it's been pretty crazy. No, yeah, it's been
0: crazy. Um, <laughs> so last time we taught guys, like it was, we were getting ready to go to camp and that... Which was, was in July. Yeah, the, and the last week of July. That by far was one of the most powerful... Um. I don't even, it's hard to put words to yeah, it, right? like, like powerful isn't strong, a strong enough word, right? One of the most powerful experiences um, that I've had as a Christian so far.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, um, it was awesome. And it was really cool. You know, and, and thinking about that, like when we started the podcast it was after we came back from our camp. The oh, previous yeah. time, right? Yeah. And, and
0: and even then we were like, oh, that was awesome. <coughs> but like this one was totally different, I think. I, I think because we had an opportunity uh, last time we we had to do a lot. of We did all the work. You did most <laughs> of it, right? But it was, let's figure out how to feed them. Let's get them to these houses. Let's get them to these locations and these locations. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to talk about, how we're going to teach, where we're going to. And this time it was we just got to get them to this camp. <laughs> and then there's other people that are going to help us pour in like, Hey, we get small group time with our kids. And after they teach a lesson and it was awesome, man, like I, I can't even, the, the amount of time we got to spend with the kids this time was I
1: think what made the biggest difference. Yeah. I, I, and it was, you know, the weather was lousy. Like it <laughs> rained, The entire time they were Like every single day that we were at camp, we ended up getting secured because of lightning.
0: Yeah. They were like, lightning's within five miles. You guys need to go indoors. Oh, man, come on. Signed a waiver that said I wouldn't sue you guys for anything. But uh, it's funny because you played that slideshow this this weekend at church. the, of what happened at camp for everybody, and uh, there's one picture when we were getting ready to do leap of faith or we were doing zip line, and I'm standing there. Th- it's on Thursday, like I'm standing there, and I look absolutely miserable. <laughs> it, it was just because I was tired of being wet. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it, it was. It was. It rained the whole time. I mean, th- I think we had. It, the sun would come out for like an hour and then it'd be like, Oh, lockdown. There's, there's like, yeah, there's clouds. It's not raining. Like, well, there's <laughs> lightning within five miles. Uh, it was, but it was amazing. Um, for me, the strongest part was that last night with the baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, one me being baptized myself was something at, like, I'm gonna tell the story real quick. Yeah, tell them So like, so like I have been dealing with, uh, or I had been dealing with like, struggling like, man, I was baptized when I was younger as a Catholic. And do I need to get baptized again? And I, I prayed a lot about it. And there's been times where like I want to get baptized and then something happens, uh, you know, we're doing a baptism, something happens, I can't make it. Um, so, this time when we went to camp, I had talked to my wife beforehand and, like, hey, if it happens, because I knew last year my oldest son, when he went to camp, he wanted to get baptized, but I think it was more in the emotion. And I stopped him from doing it. Like, I think your mom would want to see this, be a part of it. Um, so- There was a
1: couple kids that, that, didn't get baptized for that reason too right. also right
0: yeah there was other kids there that were like oh i'd want to do it but i don't i think
1: my parents would want
0: to be present you know um and we told them like hey but we did this time make sure that all the parents Yeah know. I
1: let the parents so like it was like one of the things that was on my list i'm like oh hey by the <laughs> way guys like as parents you know yes you guys have the final say in the decision but you need to have this conversation with your kids cuz they at least they know what decision to make if you know, the opportunity comes. Right. But <laughs> my little like, yeah. but we want the kids to, you know, be responsible for their own faith. Right. Right. And not, and, and I just think, you know, even in that situation, you know what I mean? Like yeah, of, of, Like, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't. And then it's like, okay, well, now my parents are running my faith. Right. You know?
0: And I felt bad. Like, Mm -hmm. I I did. I I regret making that decision, um, keeping my son from getting baptized that night. Uh, However, like, I did have a little bit of confirmation because he never brought it up again. Now, I don't know if that was my fault or if that was where his heart was is like in the moment he felt like he should have. And then he didn't think about it again. He's brought it up since, uh, I got back from camp or we got back from camp. But anyway, so I got, I got there and like my wife knew that, you know, if the opportunity presented itself, I was probably going to take it. I was going to, you know, I was praying about it and I was praying every single day, multiple times a day about whether or not like, man, is this opportunity going to come up? Is it going to come up? And, uh, on Thursday, which was my birthday, Bobby, we were at the zip line and he goes, Hey, I'll be right back. And he walks off and uh, he comes back and he goes, Hey, uh, so I just talked to the lifeguards over there. We're we're um, cool to do baptism if we want to, you know, uh, all we got to do is get with the camp director and let them know when we want to do it. And they'll make sure there's a lifeguard present. And I was like, I want to do it. <laughs> and Bobby was like, really? I was like, yes, I want to do it. Um, all we got to do is talk to the camp director. And he's like, yeah, I was like, good. He's walking up right now. So <laughs> it was like confirmation for me then. And then we had a conversation about like, Hey, I don't want the kids to know that I'm going to do it because I don't want to influence their decisions. Um, or be, I don't want to take anything away from them. And, uh, so after our, our last session that, that night, you know, Bobby was, you were like, Hey, we have an opportunity to get baptized. Who wants to get baptized? And, uh, I think three or four raised their hands. Mm-hmm. So we went and you baptized me first and you had me stay there and help, which was the most, uh, <laughs> like for me, like it was doing kingdom work, right? Yeah. Like it was powerful. And, uh, we ended up having nine, nine, nine mm-hmm.
1: kids. So four of them raised their hand and then five others were just like, in the moment, like, yeah, they, like, they they didn't have a towel. They didn't... Because I told the kids, I was like, hey, look, we're going to do this. And so, you know, this is the opportunity right now. Go ahead, get your towel. Go get, you know, your swim trunks or your yeah. whatever you got. You know what I mean? And, and you know, we'll meet at, at the pool. And, yeah, yeah, there was, like, people that are, like, they went in with their socks and their jeans and yeah, the shirts. Was,
0: and it was amazing. Like, it just was... That was, like, the culminating... Uh, experience uh, like the culminating event which the whole time the big the big uh, overarching theme for our group it wasn't even the the theme of camp was like surrender and uh-huh. i feel like in that that night we saw 10 people surrender right uh-huh. like and just be like this is it and it yeah, was yeah and that
1: was i mean i know you you know 10 people but i think even like you know, even when we were having some of that small group time, just like that, like, I think even talking to some of the kids where it was like, like, I, I've always known God, you know what I mean? And I see like, you know, there's like, a, I mean, we had there was one of the days like, we got done doing like a, a small group and like, everybody's crying yeah. <laughs> and like, it was, it was just absolutely powerful. And, and I remember one of the kids just asking, like, I, I don't have, I don't ever remember a moment what everybody else is like going through right now. You know, and I'm like, that's, that doesn't, just because they're being affected by this right now, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't give anything less, right? Like don't ever put your, your, um, we shouldn't measure our faith thank against you. somebody else's. Yeah. Right? Thank like you. Right. Or, or experience. Walk, yeah. Or experience. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, and this individual, and it was cool. Cause you know, one of the, uh, the leaders that went with us, I was super grateful, you know, name drop people, Olivia, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and I told her, I was like, Hey, you grew up as a Christian, right? And she said, yeah, she's like, We're our household always. And I said, and then talk, you know, talk to this individual. And, um, She's like, yeah, she's like, but you know what? It, even if you feel like you've always been a Christian and and you don't know if there's a moment that you've really made that decision, she's like, make the decision right now and surrender. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, even in that, and it's like, it, it, it was amazing just hearing these kids and seeing them like, dude, this is what I desire. Like, I want God to be the one that is guiding my life.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think it was awesome, too. Like, the kids made it, right? Like. Like you guys like, last time, last year at camp, like it wasn't difficult. It was difficult in the aspect of the amount of stuff that we personally had to do. Like as far as cooking, we had dining facilities and everything, but this time, like the kids that we, uh, not that the last time it was, it, it was bad, but this time because we didn't have to do anything and the kids were like, all of our kids just wanted to worship. Like it wasn't like we had to worry about them like sneaking off or yeah. like all we had to do was like. Just be there and and follow their lead, essentially. Like, I followed kid the kids around the whole time. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, let me hang out with you. I want to hear what you're talking about,
1: you know? <laughs> well, and I think the big thing, right, like before, like, we were so worried, like you said, like, being focused of the everything, you know what yeah. I mean? Where this time, like you said, like... The kids were the focus, Yeah, you know, and even before, like, obviously the kids were the focus, but guess what? Their meals were the focus. The transportation was the focus. uh,
0: Everything that we had to provide for those kids was the, the focus. And what's
1: funny though, is, you know, most of the kids that we talked to that went to both camps... Which said camp, they,
0: they said, said they liked the one we did better.
1: <laughs> and we're like, that's so crazy because like, man, I was like, I
0: know for me, I was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> that was me too. I was like, man, this is, I'm not doing it the other way again. Like you're gonna have to find another leader. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so funny, dude. But yeah, like it, so, you know, it, it was absolutely, and we didn't really get it talked about, you know, camp and, and. You know, break everything down because we came back and school started and all this other stuff and we got busy. school
0: started. Like, we got back on Friday and then school started on Wednesday for a lot of them. And then, like, I think the following Monday for the rest. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, nonstop. Like, then – so, there was a thing called the leap of faith there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just so you guys know, like, if you're being – like, if you feel it in your soul, like, don't do this (laughs) – don't do it. Like, I don't care who else is doing it. <laughs> so I went climbing up this 45 foot telephone pole against my better judgment because I, the whole time I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And finally I climb up there. Um, and I have this climbing harness on and you have to jump well, a good five feet out to like a Very hanging far. bar and well, it's wet. So Nobody made it except for Robert. And like, so, okay, like, let me try this. I jump out, I hit that pole and then I fall into that that climbing harness i was bruised so bad from that like i had, I, had, i thought i had a blood clot i was in the emergency room twice because i had all this pain in my leg when we got back when we and, got back yeah. yeah and i didn't know what was going on and they couldn't figure it out still don't know i had mris and ultrasounds and nobody knows what happened but um, it was probably god just telling me like i told you not to like <laughs> i told you this was a bad idea no you spoke <laughs> it into existence
1: dude you spoke it into existence <laughs> You're like no, why would I want to do that? Why would I get in the harness? Oh. That's gonna that's gonna mess me. Up. I, you know what? I was and on the same. I went on help. the same thing. <laughs> it
0: didn't help that the the person like so you climb up this thing holding a in a harness and there's a rope attached to you that goes over this thing and it's a a hundred pound girl down at the bottom, holding, a, holding the rope that's supposed to catch me as I'm falling. And was uh, like, no, no, no wait is she ready? Is she like, I'm not jumping yet. Is she ready? Like, <laughs> are you ready? Cause I'm going to fall. I know it. Like, <laughs> bro, it was, there was so many things that went into that, <laughs> that I was like, yeah, I should not have done that. But, um, but anyways,
1: camp was amazing. Oh, but then, you know what, talk, talk about, uh, so the day of your birthday, or the night before your birthday, right? What happened? Some of the the boys
0: Oh like the, the boys are like the boys are like, We're going to the spot. It's after session. It's like ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean you're going to I'm going with you to this spot. Let's go to the spot. And luckily for me, I'd already kind of gone out and like reconned a lot of these areas the morning in the morning when I'm going on my little hikes and uh they they go down to the spot where it was like an old like little obstacle course area and um They get down there and they like – there was like – it's like a big teeter-totter, I Mm -hmm. guess. Like it's a big stage that has like one beam in the middle and you get a bunch of people on one side and then on the other side you go up and down, you know, or whatever. And they came – moved some things so that it just made a stage and then there there was a – what was that? Like a – Rope course, it was like a rope course, or something yeah. Like, like that, they're climbing around. It's ten o'clock at night, guys. Like we're and supposed there's to no, be, in, in and there's bed. no lights, yeah, no like, lights at all. whatsoever. It's pitch black, but
1: the flashlights that we had <laughs> in our phone or whatever.
0: Yeah, so pitch black. We're all just, and so I'm just hanging out on the stage, and um like, how many kids were out there? Probably. <laughs> Five, yeah, five or six, I
1: and think. then you and me. So that's yeah.
0: and we're we're down there hanging out, and uh, they brought a guitar. The man, he brought a guitar, and, yeah, yeah, and they just started worshiping at eleven o'clock at night in the pitch dark, and, and that's all they wanted to do. Yeah, all they wanted to do was worship, and um, it was crazy because at at midnight, so it was Wednesday night. My birthday was Thursday at midnight. You know, okay, now I'm officially it's officially my birthday, and uh, they're— just worshiping. And I was like laying there looking up at the stars with one of the, one of the kids were looking at shooting stars and stuff. And I was like, looking at my phone because my wife texted me at midnight, like happy birthday, you know? And so I was like, once they got done singing that song, I was like, you guys, you know what? Thank you. I was like, there is no better way I could have rang in my 39th birthday than sitting here with you guys worshiping at midnight in the middle of nowhere. And, um, it just, I, I mean, the, I mean, it goes this. just goes to show, like, the power of worship. Right. I, I mean, like, that's what um, I've always, and I've said it on the podcast before, I've always loved worship music, worship time. You know, like, it's just, to me, it's one of the most powerful things. But our kids loved worship. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all they wanted to do. We actually got, like... <laughs> They, they send us – they would send us text messages, guys, like, yeah. hey, uh, Chow is going to be at this time or you're going to have to do this. All right, everybody go here. So when we got locked down, if you will, like because there's lightning within five miles, like one of the kids was like, hey, can we do some worship? And we're like, yeah. So we go outside to like a gazebo. A metal. After, afterwards, we were like, "This thing's metal." <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be under this gazebo, but like staff would be walking by, like, and they wouldn't say anything to us. They were just like, "Cool," you know. And other youth groups came over and like were joining in with us, and it was a good time. Like just sitting there, like in the drizzling rain, yeah. worshiping God for hours because of lightning in in the area and. Um, but they kept sending text messages like, you guys should really be inside. Please take it indoors. And I was, told Bobby, I was like, bro, like if they want to stop this, they need to come say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> come tell these kids like hey, you want. You walked by here like five times. Just come say it to my face. Like <laughs> let these kids hear you say go inside. And yeah. um, but it was it just was powerful, man. Like it, I. I can't wait for the next one as long as we're not doing
1: it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm like, man, we should just do winter camp yeah. just to go. Cause
0: I think it would be a, a good experience just to try out. I mean, but I think <clears throat> we were really lucky in the fact that we had such support from the church too.
1: Oh yeah, dude.
0: Because it was $500 per kid. I have two kids in youth group right now. Like luckily only one of them wanted to go. But then we had the church support that got it down to $300 per kid. So and that's a like if you think about it that's huge. That's we had 20 kids go.
1: Mhm. So I'm not good at math, but that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was a lot of money, you yeah, know? So. And then, um, yeah, I didn't think of some of the families, right? Like some of the families, like I can think of two families, one, one family had three kids. Yeah. Another family had two kids. Who else? I think it was, I think that was it. There was at least two that were going on. Yeah. And this is crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and just being able to go and, you know, and even the kids, like some of the kids, like, I don't think my family's going to be able to afford it. Like, look, put your name on the list. You know, at least try to get something for a down payment so we can secure that spot. And let's just trust God and see what God's gonna do. Man, like every kid that put their name on the list, that signed up, that put a little bit of money through, all got to go. Yep, no, that's what it's. It's just amazing because
0: we we had people like just like, hey, I'll pay for whatever kid. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'll pay for a kid to go. Yeah. Like, not gonna buy roadhouse tickets, but or they would show up at the at the table when we were selling tickets and be like, here, just I don't want any tickets. Just Just make the ticket. Yeah. And it was it was just powerful, the whole experience. And then the month of August came and sickness yeah and, everybody getting sick like my family was sick you're uh, I, I got sick my yeah, family got yeah. sick and then like i had my my wife lost her her great uncle and so she had to fly out to georgia and then my my oldest lost his his other grandfather on his mom's side and uh, he had to fly to oklahoma and it was just like it, And if it, if it could happen in the month of August, it happened. And my poor son, like his, his birthday, August 27th is all, it's always something bad is happening. He spent his grandfather's funeral was on his birthday. You know, like, it's just, he hasn't even really got to celebrate it yet. Like, so he got back and I was like, I was like, dude, I don't have the money to do anything right now. I just put $600 in gas in my truck to drive to Phoenix and back four times, you know, like I don't have the money for that right now, but you know, we have a plan to give him a birthday party, but it's just one of those things where it's like, it's not one thing it's another and like here we are like what's today today's monday Wednesday. When labor day yeah labor day and monday like this time next week we'll be in school of ministry like yeah. you'll be teaching and i'll be sitting there and on
1: <laughs> wednesday school of ministry starts for for us So it's just like all right here and we so go like did everything to try to cram it in today <laughs> yeah. so so we appreciate you guys and you know we got to talk about camp and everything else and kind of went on a tangent but you know uh we know that you guys have been listening and supporting and just thank you guys. Thank yeah, you guys for even in giving us grace and allowing us to, be busy with our families because that is the first ministry, yeah. you know, and, and taking care of them. And even today, you know, telling my wife and not, although it was Labor Day, I had to work today and then do all the other things running around. Like I'm barely spending time at home. My wife's like, Hey, she's like, just, you know, I'll take care of this and this and this. And she's like, go, just go to, go to the podcast. Cause you guys need to get that out. And it's like, thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank mm-hmm. you. We've had a lot of. A lot of people um, reach out to either me, you, Will, and be like, hey, like, when's the next one coming? Yeah. When's the next one? Like, it's coming. Like, <laughs> we're trying, guys. So we're trying. We can't
1: promise anything right now, <laughs> especially for the next 12 weeks, because I'm going to be teaching school ministry and you're yeah. going to be in it yeah. and, and everything else. So we can't make any promises, but we like we're going to we try. We'll we do everything in our best effort. Like we even went back to the to the old yeah, school room. We're
0: back to our humble beginnings. We don't have a, honestly guys, like we're like it's going to take too much time to set up all that other stuff. Let's just go back to the old room, put up the curtains and set up the desk. <laughs> and uh I don't know, I like it in here. I feel at home. Yeah. Uh, like usually like last time when we set up, it was like sorry guys, I'm going all over the place, but it was like Man, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. And it took a little bit of time setting this up, like, because we had done it so much, mm-hmm. was like cake. But yeah. It was like done in five minutes. And <laughs> cause we had like our little plan of how we always do it. Uh, but yeah. So la- last time we talked guys, we were, uh, talking about rules of engagement. Right. And what, what were the five Bobby?
1: No, we talked about, uh, we talked about humility, uh, gentleness, patience, being loving and peacefulness. Right. And so like
0: rules of engagement, like why why do we need rules of
1: engagement? Like, so rules of engagement are given to, you know, like what when we were overseas, right? Yeah. Downrange and uh in Iraq and you get these rules of engagement, like, hey, you can't engage the enemy unless this is what's happening. Yeah, unless this is what's happening, right? And so and when these things happen, then you can engage You know, and when you engage, what is it, you know, obviously, you know, deadly force or whatever the case is, you know, and then even then you had steps, mm -hmm. right?
0: Like you had to like escalation of, yeah, escalation of force. Like, Hey, where I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to try and show you. I mean, even as a police officer, you have that, right? Like, mm -hmm. Hey, you're going to, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to try to deescalate the situation verbally. Then if not, then okay. I got pepper spray. I got, (laughs) I got canines. I got a baton. Then it's okay. Like, What's next? Okay. I'm going to show you my force. Like, Hey, my hand is on it. Maybe it's out of the holster and then, okay. Deadly force.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, and and which is weird. Cause you, you think, Hey, you know what? Like, man, you guys are in a, you know, when we were in a wartime situation, you know, uh-huh. you figure like, Hey, if you see some people that I have, you know, you know, look, look the part or whatever the case is, you know, and you think like, Oh, well, it's just, Every day is a gun battle, or everything's this. Like, you know, there's a lot of factors that have to go into it because you're going to have to. You fire a shot, yep. there's a report that's going to be going down, and and what happened, and having to give an explanation, and and making sure that it was done with the right intention and was by the book. Yeah, you know, and,
0: and so like, and that's what we need in our Christian walk, right? Like, we need to have uh, those those rules, those guidelines. Like, so it's essentially when we're going to, when there's a threat, Mm -hmm. right? Like, what are we going to do? Like, we need to respond with, with humbleness, with gentleness, with patience, with love and with peace. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so those things, how does that look like, I mean, if, how do you, how do you respond to a threat with gentleness, you know, like, but it's not, it's not necessarily, I think, um, I think it's a threat and a different aspect, right? Like,
1: yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And obviously we know we're, we're trying to take, you know, our own principles from, you know, our background right. and trying to like see this through that lens, knowing that we're going eventually into the armor of God, which is, you know, talking about warfare, right? Why do yep. you need armor? You know what I mean? So like, even, even looking at those things and, and looking at threat, like we know that we don't war against people, you, you know, know, into principalities, it's, it's, you know, powers, like, yeah. yeah, the powers and the influence of, you know. Satan and, and demonic forces and all those other things that are working in lives of people. And also even the influence that, that Satan can have in my life, you know what I mean? That right. the enemy can have in my life, you know what I mean? And so, you know, I don't need to retaliate back because when I feel like somebody's charging at me or somebody's, you know, in, uh, what, like being hostile and I'm not saying hostile, but you know what I mean? Like coming at me in some kind of way that I don't appreciate, I'm not gonna have the humility. I'm not gonna be with gentleness. I'm gonna be like, oh, don't talk to me that way. Right, right. I, I, one of the
0: things that I, I've always and I think I've taught I've mentioned it before, is like the difference between reacting and responding. Mm-hmm. Right. Like a reaction is gonna be like your initial, like, oh, what did you just say to me? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then responding is taking the time to think about it and being like, Okay, like this is how
1: with humbleness, gentleness, patience, love. Well, when you respond, you're you're allowing yourself to hear the person. Right. Right. And so then you're putting that at the person first. And, you know, I, I love that because I've heard, um, you know, people talk about, you know, it, it was in in uh, child, you know, bringing up children, child rearing. And they say that, you know what I mean? And when they talk about, you know, you don't react to your kids. Too often we do that. You know what I mean? And and it was Kevin Lehman and, and he talks about um, medicine. He's like... If your doctor's like, oh, you're having a reaction to your medicine, that's not a good sign. Right. But if you hear your doctor be like, oh, okay, your body's responding to the medicine. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then that's a good thing. You know what I mean? So even in that sense, like what you're saying, like, hey, you know what? Like, just because somebody's coming at you, like, don't, because immediately you're going to put up the defense. Yeah. If you're always in that mode, right? If you're always, and here's the thing, like when you're always thinking about yourself, when you're always putting you first, you know what I mean? And, and I know I've put myself in situations where, I'll, you know, trying to do things in a different manner and, and say something to somebody and I try to do it one way and then I try to do it a different way and then I try to do it in a different way and then seeing the response or the reaction of people. And here's the biggest thing, right? Like having the humility to be like, okay, you know what? Maybe that wasn't the right way to do it. Maybe I needed to go about it the other way. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to do something else, you know, cause like I want to get, I want to let somebody know, or I want to be able to tell somebody something, you know what I mean? Right. Because it's important for them. Like, I don't want somebody just walking around, you know what I mean? Thinking that they're okay to do whatever they want when it's like, no, dude, you're like hurting people or you're affecting people or you do you not realize what you're doing?
0: Right. Or also being able to realize what role you have in it. Right. Like being sure. able to say like, Hey, like, yeah, okay. There was some truth to what they're saying, but we need to have a conversation about like, and I, and recognizing that to that person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I know I did X, Y, and Z, but, um, here's where, what my heart was here. What, here's what my intentions were. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I think th- and you, with your humility, that's a huge part is being able to recognize the role you have. And that's huge in a marriage, right? Like mm-hmm. having a conversation, like, I mean, I had one today, right? Mm -hmm. Like I had a conversation today with, with my best friend and, uh, he was, he was sharing some stuff with me and I said, Hey, bro, but like, have you thought about like what role you have? Like, have you thought about like, have you, have you laid out like done some expectation management? Have you said like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this or let's talk about hunting, right? Like, Hey, you, you mentioned to your wife, you're going to go hunting. Like, Hey, I'm going to go hunting like this two weeks. It's dub season. I'm going to be out there hunting. Like, don't plan anything. Don't do anything. But then you go hunting and the, on day one, you go out and you're back in a couple hours because you got your, you got your bag limit real quick. The next day you go out and you're out until eight o'clock at night because there was more guys and you didn't get your bag limit as quick. So you're gone a lot longer. And then when you come home, she's asking like, where have you been? And you're getting upset about it. Like I told you I was going hunting. Hey, think about it from her point of view. Yesterday you went and it was a couple hours. Mm -hmm. This time you go and you're gone all day. Like, so you haven't done any expectation management. And like, I think that's huge. Like that communication is what needs to, uh, needs to occur in like, Hey, I recognize. And sometimes somebody has to point it out to Mm -hmm. you, right? Like sometimes, Oh, you're right. I've, I didn't, I I was just assuming because I said, I'm going hunting, don't plan anything Mm that you knew I was going to, there was going to a possibility I'd be gone all day, but taking into account like the other person's point of view, right? Like if you have the, if you look at it with humility, it's like, oh, okay. I, I did have a part to play in this. I don't have as much reason to be upset as, Mm -hmm. as I was. And that's a response, not a reaction, right? Like, so Um, but yeah, so, so guys like that was kind of like, we wanted to, t- we want to top or touch back on what we talked about last time since it's been
1: almost two months. <laughs> right. And, um, but, and, and so all that was for what, for the purpose of what, like like all of what was for? All, all, all of, you know, when we talked about the last time, like all the, like these principles of rules engage, of engagement, you know what I mean? And it was all for. Unity in the church. Right. Right. For, like,
0: yeah. So, and for, and that's where it goes next, right? Like we talk, there's like, there's, the, it goes into spiritual gifts and um, we're going to do a deep dive next time yeah. <laughs> on this because there's so much here, but like, it's all about how we can be unified in the church, right? Like without those, those rules of engagement
1: as we call them, like you're not, there's not going to be unity. No, right? because you're trying to pick yourself, right? So like if, if I don't have humility, if I'm not, well, let's just think of the opposites of these, right? Mm. If I'm, if I'm not being humble, then I'm being what? Mm. Prideful. Yeah. Pride. If I'm not being gentle, I'm being rough. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so I, yeah, I'm going to be harsh, uh, rough. If I'm not patient, then I'm going to be, you know, short fused yeah you know if i'm not going to be loving i'm going to be selfish yeah right because i think selfishness is the opposite of, of being loving and then peaceful obviously like if there's no peace like just let's just think about this like hopefully you know if if you were with us you know with the last podcast and stuff and, and that's what we close off with we're like hey you're going to try to put an episode but focus on these you know five things and let's just think of you know anything that you've gone through whether within your church relationship, church responsibilities, or in your household, you know, in your interactions with your friends, in your interactions at your workplace. Let's just think of that. Like if the last month has been, you know, kind of chaotic or you've had some issues, you've had, you know what I mean? Differences with, with people. Here's the opportunity to look at it and say, okay, what perspective and what role do I play? Cause it's very easy to look at somebody else and be like, Hey, you know what? This is what they did to me. Okay. You know what they did? Do they realize what they did? Right. we got to be mindful of that. Do they know how you felt before they did X, Y, and Z? You know what I mean? And there's some of the roles to play in that. But, you know, the biggest part is, is here's the thing, like, if the focus of your life in Christ is to live a life of godliness, which is going to bring peace where we go, and it's going to hopefully bring unity, right? Especially if you live in a, in a Christian household, like, If your family is, you know, your kids are being brought up, your wife, you know what I mean? You guys, like, it should be peaceful. doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, you know what I mean? But it's going to be peaceful. Like, are you united together as a family? And if you're not united together as a family, now you have the opportunity to look and say, what role did I play? Am I being, am I being humble right now? Or was I being prideful in those moments?
0: Right. And one of the things you said at the end of the last one was like, all of this, all of these five things point to what grace, Mm -hmm, right? Like that's what it comes down to is no matter what, like we should be, we should be showing grace to others, right? Like we don't deserve the grace that we've been given. So maybe you don't feel like that other person deserves grace, but if you're being humble, gentle, patient, loving, and and, peaceful peaceful, you're going to show grace to that person right like and i think ultimately that's what what is going to bring that peace right like those the four previous ones
1: are going to allow you to respond with grace which is going to bring the peace yeah because even thinking of the situation right like i mean come on i I, you and i both sorry i know my wife is going to listen to this and everything else right but like you and i can both like I know my wife is like, yes. Okay. You're going to be gone. I may mean, already know it's going to be two hours. <laughs> you're you're going to go record the podcast that you say is not going to be that long, but okay. I already, you know, and if I go home and, and I'm like, Babe, I know I'm sorry, especially because I have to fill in for my driver because he's taken off tomorrow. Right. So like, I already have to come home and then like pretty much eat and get ready to go to bed. Cause I got to be up at one o'clock in the morning. So if I come home and my wife is like, Hey, you know what? I understand you guys haven't gotten an opportunity and all this other stuff. And she gives me grace in those moments. Like, man, that's exactly what I need. Right. You know what I mean? And so even for, you know, um, you know, for our, your, your buddy, right. Mm-hmm. Our buddy, we know who he is, but he, you know, in those moments, like, you know, if, if you're not going to receive grace, that doesn't mean that you don't, Give grace. You don't give grace, right. right? Like you can't, it's not that expectation where it's like, okay, I'll give grace if grace is given to me. Like I'll be humble in a situation when somebody else is going to be humble. Right. You know what I mean? No, 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 Like this is what you're supposed to be doing. So in that, that whole aspect of grace, like, you know what, maybe, maybe our, our spouses need us to be the first ones to give that grace. Yeah. And what does that look like? So even if they get upset, you know, for whatever reason or whatever the case, hey, what else is going on? Like yeah, like if if it was hunting or while we we're at the podcast and I come home, you know what I mean? And if my wife is like some kind of way, like I have no idea what happened in law is gone. Maybe she got a phone call. Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe my boys, you know, were acting up or doing something or yeah. you know what I mean? I have no idea. And if I go in there like, Oh, why are you this kind of way like like you knew where I was going to be. You, It's our podcast has never taken less than three <laughs> hours.
0: You knew I was going to be gone that long. What? Like, yeah, like that's one of those things where you have, um, you have to under, understand and, and be willing to show grace in order to receive grace. But also like it comes back to like just being a good human being, right? Like you don't know what that person is mm-hmm. going through. And you know, that, that just, something just popped in my head that happened today. My wife and I went to the store and on our way home, um, we saw, I'm pretty sure it was a homeless person, uh, with a, with a dog, right. Mm -hmm. And they were on a leash and you could tell the dog was scared, right? Like and at one time, one point you see the, the person yank on the, on the leash and, um, the dog kind of cowers and. I told my wife, I was like, man, I feel bad for that dog. And my wife was like, me too. And not even 30 seconds later, I was like, man, I told my wife, I was like, babe, I feel like such a jerk. And she was like, why? And I was like, because I didn't even notice that human being Mm -hmm. that was there. I don't know what that person was going through. Like I say, like they were homeless. I don't know. Like I couldn't, because i didn't give enough attention to that person right like what are they going through what are they are they experiencing in their life that's causing them to be that way right like what is like i didn't have any i had more compassion for that dog than i had for that human life right like and i was like and like that's something right there where it's like i'm falling short right like yeah. I, I it was and it was amazing to me like i mean it wasn't even 30 seconds later, that I was, and I was like looking in my mirror trying to see, like, were they homeless? Because that's what I, I thought, right? Like, but I didn't take enough time to look at that person. I can tell you that the dog was white, that it had like, a, it was a rope, it wasn't even a leash, mm-hmm. like around it. Like, I can't tell you anything about that person, right? Like, so, like, not recognizing what people are, or other people are going through, right? Like, that's part of our problem. Like, we, we look at, we look at what's important to us and not important to other people or, or even important to God, because I know that that human life is important to him, right? Like I'm not going to say more important, but at least as important as the dog's life, right? Like, but what, what is the, why is it that we have that tendency, right? Like, because we care more about ourselves, right? Like we care about, what upsets us? What like, Oh, the way that person's treating that dog upsets me. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I don't know what that dog has done. Maybe that dog has bit that person. I don't know. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like, I didn't even take the time to recognize that. So uh, we have to recognize when we find ourselves in a situation that we're being confronted by somebody. And, um, that is a quote unquote hostile situation, right? Like, what are they going through?
1: Right. Like I yeah, do, that's good, dude. Cause like, I'll tell you what, like obviously, you know, we talked to, we circled around the topic, like, but when all that stuff was going on, like in my life during that time was right when we were getting ready to start, uh, decorating for VBS dude. And, and you said that dude, and just like pierced my heart right now. Um, and one of my kids, you know, my kids were here helping, um, you know, set up and everything else like that. And one of my kids was just like, Kind of, I'm not going to say he was misbehaving because he wasn't misbehaving, but kind of like being careless Mm -hmm. would be the word, right? Like we were trying to do certain things and it was like, you know, you know, cutting things too short or just kind of being careless, you know what I mean? And then like being loud and goofing off and it's like, hey dude, like chill out, you know what I mean? Like chill out, you know? And obviously like... I mean, that day was pretty tough. You know what I mean? Cause like you, you know, I even had to come to you like, Hey, I need, I need your help with some things. Cause you know, but, um, but I remember getting on my son, like it, it you know, like some people had cleared the hallway cause they were going on to the next part and I got, and I got up to him I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, dude, what, like, what are you thinking? And that's what I always ask my kids. Like, what are you thinking? And he's like, I don't know. I was like, bump like I've had to tell you like four different times, four different things. Like what is wrong? And dude, he just broke. He's like, dad, I don't know. He's like, but I'm just stressed. And I was like, dude, I know, man. And I know you're stressed because of everything that I'm going through right now. You know what I mean? Just yeah. thinking that right there. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, and, and I'm glad that I handled it in that situation. Cause I could have been like, what do you mean stress? Like, what are you going yeah. through? Or what do you, you know what I'm going through? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And just even thinking of that, dude, like just having concerns. So I, and I just think like how many times have I blown it in my marriage you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Where my wife has said something to me and because, of, and here's the biggest thing, right? Is the expectation. We've talked about it before, right? Like I have an expectation, you know, I'm going to, we're going to come home from the podcast. You know what I mean? Hey, you knew what I was going to do. You know what it is? Like I have my expectation that, Hey, like I come home and it's going to be a certain way. And then if it doesn't go that way, then I'm going to be upset because, Oh, are you upset that I was doing, you know what I mean? And right. it's the wrong thing. And then there you go. Like, it's not from a place of humility. And sometimes we don't have the tendency to be like, Why do you feel this way?
0: Yeah. What was happening while I was gone? You know, like what's going, because I I mean, it's true right now we're both sitting here probably with very similar expectations, right? Like, like, Hey, we're going to get this podcast done. We're going to go home. We're going to eat dinner. We both have to work in the morning. So we're going to, we might relax for a few minutes and then it's bedtime because we got to get up and go, go to work. But we both know, like at this point, like, Hey, I'm going to get home and something, I know for me, I'm like, one of my kids has most definitely done something, right? (laughs) Like, and my wife is not going to be happy. So it's not going to go the way I want it to go. So like, I I don't know. I think that expectation, like, I mean, I already mentioned it, expectation management, right? Like, like I have to manage my own expectations too, right? Like I know, I know what I want to happen, but I also know, more than likely, that's not going to happen. I mean, who in their life has like an expectation expectation of like, okay, I'm going to go home. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen, and then I'm going to go to bed. And then that's exactly what happens. It never, 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 never. happens that way. And uh, if you are call, please call us and let us <laughs> how know how you do it. <laughs> how you do it? Because I don't, I don't understand. So, um, because you need to come on the podcast so we can share that tip with the world. Um, but it. We have to manage our own expectations too. Like, and, and no, like, I mean, I, I think right now, like, it's funny, like, I say, like, I fully expect while I'm gone that my kids are going to do something that they shouldn't do. And my wife is not going to be happy about it when I get home. Right. Like, so I fully expect it. Now when I get home, because my expectations are so low, when that doesn't happen, I'm going to be like, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I, I, seriously, though, like. I, well, and here's the thing. Here's the big thing, right? Like, so, you know, e- even in this passage with Paul, you know what I mean? And this whole thing, like he's he has to talk about and, you know, open up this whole thing about unity and, you know, we'll like, we'll unpack Definitely more than what we've, you know what I mean. We're not going to stay in this situation. But you know, he talks about like maturity and not being immature, and like rules and principles, and you know, speaking truth and love, and what that looks like, and and all these other things, right? But here's the thing: like all that stuff is geared to like knowing. Here's the here's the expectation. Things are messy. Ministry is messy. Church life is messy. Our Christian walk is messy. Um, our 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 lives at home, our lives at work, our lives driving down the street. You know what I mean? Like all those things. And, and we get so frustrated because of things not going our way. And mm-hmm. because things, you know, are, are incon or an inconvenience to us, yeah. you know? And here's the thing, like, so we have, if we have an expectation, we have to have the expectation, like, Hey, you know what? My role when things go bad is to be a different way and act kind, you know what I mean? Act kindly, act humbly, you know, be patient in those sense. Those are the expectations that we should have knowing that that is our responsibility when times get tough in the situations that we have been placed in work home, you know? Yeah.
0: I think it's funny. Like we like talking about, like, just real quick thinking about that, like all the time, our, our number one concern is us, right? Like, and it's the same for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so, (laughs) so like, going somewhere. Like I have somewhere to be, I might be running late or whatever, but I have somewhere to be. And I'm the most important person on this road, right? Like, but the person in the car next to you or the person that just cut you off is the same. They're the most important person. They're running late. They have somewhere to be right. Like, so, I, I mean, when you think about like, just, it's funny to me, like, and I was thinking about it this weekend, like when you go somewhere, just watch people, like, especially now, like it's crazy Mm. how, um, people are in public where it's like, I don't care who's around. I'm going to walk down the middle of this aisle at Walmart. So nobody can get past me on either side. Right. Like, because I'm the most important person guys, I, I challenge you. I challenge you just to say, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma'am. Like be so polite. Like, excuse me. I'm, I apologize. You know, because it's like, it throws them off. They're like, what? <laughs> like, did they just say, did they even, did they talk to me? Like, yeah. you know, like who are they? like, but then when you do it, like in a, such a gentle, loving, kind way, people, are, they're just in shocked, you know, they're like, or,
1: or even because I'm that guilty person. I'm that I'm that <laughs> dude that's like, oh, and like, oh, I got to go get this, and I like leave my cart in the middle. It, it drives my wife nuts. She's like, she, she's she's like, why do you do this? Like, you're not, you know what I mean? I, I'm that person. Sorry, you know. Yes, like, Bobby, so,
0: Bobby came up to me and my <laughs> wife at Walmart to talk to us. He didn't have anything in his cart yet, but he left his cart sitting, and I almost started laughing as the guy. Came by like snatched his cart was like oh I need a cart and walked off. Bobby was like,
1: like cocked his head like
0: okay I'll go get another one.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dude like literally just took off with my cart because I saw it. And, and there you go, I got distracted. I'm like hey what's up guys you all know. Right. Anyways so go back funny. to your part. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, and, and so when somebody is rude to you right because mm-hmm. you decided to leave your cart, who's in the wrong? Like me like yeah. for like all day long for sure absolutely right. Guess what? If I respond when they're upset and they're like, oh, move you know what? I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't even realize that I mm-hmm. left my, because in those sense, I'd be like, who are you to be, brutal? you know what I mean? Whatever the case is, like, yeah. you, you know, whatever, you could respond in any kind of way. But when somebody responds to you rudely and you're like, oh, you know what? That's completely my fault. Sorry about that. You know what, yeah. what I mean? And then you move out. That's truly a big time when they're like, wait, what? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was ready for the confrontation.
0: my <laughs> rules of engagement are not the same of, as yours right <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah exactly so and I
0: think that's huge right like that's what people see right like that you you do those things like like oh man that that person is totally different than everybody else in the store, right like the way they reacted or responded to me being in the way or, or them being in my way, like is totally different than every other reaction I've got from everybody else in here. And it makes them wonder, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and that's where, I mean, like to go off on a completely different thing, but that's where like you get that opportunity then maybe to talk to somebody about Christ. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and um, because I've, I've had especially older people, right? Like they're like, Oh, you're so nice. Like it starts a conversation, right? Like, Oh, thank you. Like just being polite. <laughs> I was raised to say, excuse me. Um, but like, that's a way that breaks uh, Cause we, um, Never mind, cause I'm gonna go off on a totally different thing, but we do have, I think using those five points, have that responsibility mm-hmm. and to, and recognizing like everybody thinks that they, they are the most important, right? Like, especially in today's generation. You don't see we, uh, the, in the world that we live in right now, the society that we live in, it's everywhere you go is.
1: Well, because everything's centered around you right now, right? Yeah. Think about it. You know what I mean? Like even in traffic and I heard, I heard a uh, man, I think it was, it was like Joe Rogan and, and Jordan Peterson talking about it, where they were talking about road rage. Mm-hmm. And it's like those things happen because you're already in a vehicle that is moving so fast and you're in that fast pace. That's why people get so mad in the, because you're high escalation, you know what I mean? Somebody like walks in front of you, it's not, you know what I mean? As big of a deal as when you're driving. So like you're driving, your heart rates up, you're already fast, you're fast paced, you're trying to get somewhere. You know what I mean? All those things are going on. Well, even in life right now, like, Hey, guess what? You're on your phone texting because like you're trying to get stuff for dinner. And then, you know, you're checking, you know, this, your email, because you just got this, like everything's centered around you. And like, you're so focused on, okay, I got to do this. And then I have this going on and I got to go meet here. And you know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah. And there's never a time where people stop, right? Like it's constant. And so they're just constantly going. I think that you're looking at what people, how people are right now. Like I'm a people watcher. Like I absolutely love it. So when picking up my my wife and daughter from the airport or picking up my son from the airport the, the last couple of weeks when i've had to take them and pick them up like i get there early because i'm a military guy right like i'm not going to be late so i get there early and it's i just sit there and watch people and it's hilarious to me like and, and but you do get a sense of like man nobody nobody is aware of what's going That's on out. around them right like no like it's my me my world and nothing else, nothing else. Right. Like I have a flight to get on or I have a, 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 I have to go get my baggage and people are just going around. Like they're not unified in any uh-huh. way. Right. Like there's no unity it's, they're on their phones while they're walking. Like they could be sitting right next to each other and they're just on their phones. They could have, they could have a conversation, right? Like th- there's no sense of, uh, any kind of engagement with anybody, Mm -hmm. right? Like unless somebody get interrupts your world, right? Like then it's like, yeah, like it's, it's crazy. I I challenge you to be a people watcher for a day, (laughs) go to target and sit at Starbucks and (laughs) watch watch people. people walk by and like what they're doing, like how they're just in everybody's way or, you know, you, it's, I don't know. That's one of my favorite things to do. I could do that. Every day of the week, I love it. <laughs> it's
1: funny. <laughs> well, I think it's a good place to stop. Uh, you know, hey guys, uh, I know we kind of like rambled. We we circled back on, uh, you know, kind of what we talked about the last podcast, kind of the last two podcasts. Uh, but we're going to get into, you know, Yeah.
0: hopefully hope, it was like the intent was to direct it towards unity, right? Yeah. Like,
1: and what where we're going in this next section? Yeah, the whole reason. And here's the biggest, thing, and that's the biggest thing, right? Like the so much of the church is not unified. Unfortunately, because everybody's focused on their own agendas. So the only way that it's going to change is by the change happening. And you can't look at other people changing things. You, you be the change that needs to be happening in your home, you know, at your workplace, in, in certain situations. You know what I mean? And, you know, like, here's the thing, like maybe there, you know, the big picture should be unity. And if there's unity, there should be peace. Okay, and 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 if there's peace, then guess what? Like, if well, if there's not peace, then what do you need to do in those situations? Don't leave it up to somebody else. You be the one that takes takes that opportunity and give give grace, which is going to be you know not being prideful, but being humble, not being you know angry and and rash, but being gentle. You know, being patient with other people because hey, guess what? You know what? Maybe they've had to put up defenses and walls because of the lack of grace that you've not been giving people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to be the ones that are, you want to talk about people watching, right? Like watch your own life in the sense of, Hey, how am I reacting in this situation? Like I'm so frustrated that other people aren't doing something. Have I made the right moves in order to change something else? I hate you right <laughs> now. We're not going to go there next podcast. <laughs> so, uh, Hey guys, you know what? Thank you. I think that's a good place to start, uh, to stop because we're already like 45 minutes started my watch like after we are we were talking about camp and stuff, so oh dang, yeah, we're in it <laughs> so hey guys, thank you so much guys thank you for being patient and gracious with us we hope and thank you, know, you for listening because yeah. it's
0: been real quick pretty amazing to see the numbers of downloads continue to increase like steadily, even though we haven't been putting any, in our absence any, yeah any any content and we do have plans, guys. I keep saying that, and we we actually before this we're talking about a plan to really get um, a lot more experience with a certain product that we want to to use. Um, and once that happens, I think we'll be good to go to change up some things uh, with our engagement with you guys because that's what it's it's about is being there for each other. So hopefully that that comes quickly. <laughs> Nothing seems to come quickly with us right now. Yeah. So, so
1: so just some grace for the next 12 weeks. Not yeah. that we're not yeah. going to put out a podcast. Hopefully we'll do it in a more regular. Uh, yes. More regular basis. Yeah. So we will be on it for sure. Uh, maybe the episodes will be shorter if that's it, even a possibility we, with us. If but, we
0: can't, <laughs> if we can't um, please email Ignited fortitude and tell the, the teacher of School of Ministry to be a lot more gracious in the amount of work he's giving us. Um, <laughs> you better pay this one out. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity. It's uh, such a great feeling to be back here recording. And um, we ask that in the upcoming weeks that you provide us the, the time and the opportunity to continue to, to do this ministry that you've put on our hearts. And um, with everybody who's listening we're so thankful for them god and whatever they're going through we pray that that you you help them in their lives with whatever engagement that's going on helping them to be to be humble and gentle and patient and loving and peaceful with those engagements god like show them where where they can improve and allow them to be gracious to others because the grace that you have given us uh, doesn't even compare to any grace that, um, that we would have to be willing to give. We don't deserve the the love and, and gentleness and all those five points that, um, that you give us God. And we're super thankful for that. And, um, For anybody who's listening that just is struggling, God, give them the strength to reach out to somebody um, uh, and show them that person that they can reach out to and trust and allow them to um, really know that the person that they're going to is the person that they need to talk to. But most of all, God, that they need to talk to you. I pray for uh, the this upcoming week that it it all goes well and that who knows hopefully we get back in here this within the next week to record the next podcast and we pray all this in Jesus mighty name amen, amen.